You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com War Eagle Auburn fans and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross country and track and field news and discussion. I'm your host Jessica Loomis and today Kyle and I are here to discuss the SEC Championships which took place on February 28th and Leap Day. Why did you steal my joke? Here I had been ready this entire time to make a leap year joke. And you, know, what? you just stole my thunder. Here, look. you know, Literally, you, all I said was it was on leap day. Do you know how hard, as the color commentator of this podcast, I work with good material for folks to laugh at, and yet you take away my one joke that I've had prepared that was perfect. I had no idea that you were coming with a joke. <sighs> what was your joke? Yeah, I don't know. It was going to be something about a leap year. I don't know. Oh, so you didn't have a joke I, prepared. I just so knew you were fabricating a story. I'm not fabricating. Uh-huh. I am simply saying that you stole my thunder. Just wait. I got lots of leap day jokes. Oh, no. It's done. You got your one. That's it. There's no more you have. Fine. Well, this meet, the SEC Championships, was in College Station, Texas. It was? Yes. We finally went out west. We've been spending all time in Nashville, UAB. But if you ask them, that's the south. That's not west. Uh, Texas, I'm sorry. You're not the south. I Look, agree. You're, you're, it's you're... like Midwest. No, no. The Midwest is up north. They're, they're... No, it's not. Texas is their own thing, which I think all Texans can agree they can be happy with because they're just their own unique thing at this point. Everything's bigger in Texas. The, te- the state, the meats, apparently. That's where the SEC championships were, so. Oh, I thought you meant like hamburger, chicken, fish. I was like, meats? What are you talking about? We are just like on two. You're stealing my jokes. You think I'm talking about food tonight. You must be hungry. I am hungry as usual. So we had some athletes that were hungry for a win. Wow, that was that was really bad. That was (laughs) You 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 said your one leap year joke. I think you should just (laughs) stick with that now. Okay, well, let's talk about some some wins or like some PRs and stuff. Yep. So for the women overall, they placed 11th out of 14 teams at the SEC Championship. So we've talked about this before. This isn't really a a team that's going to place very high right now. We don't have a lot of athletes that are able to place really high, mm-hmm. scoring a lot of points for Auburn. We also don't have athletes in every event, which hurts us. Right. So it's nothing against the athletes we have. We just need more of them. So I went and looked today at who's been dominating the SEC championships for track and field. Arkansas. In, in women, it is Arkansas for like the last six years. Arkansas for the men has done very well over the years, but there's Alabama has been thrown in there oh, one time. Oh, shut up. Nobody I'm wants just, to talk about them. It's been more spread out amongst the men. So it seems, you know... I would say just in terms of results, this season, historically, since we've been doing this podcast, the women for us have been the stronger team in terms of that regard. Um, But they also face the steepest challenge is no matter how good they get over the next couple seasons, Arkansas is the team to beat six years in a row. My goodness. Yep. So the women, they did, like I said, place 11th, but they got 19 points, which is more than they've 
historically gotten this season. Okay. Um, so we did have some some things to talk about, some good things. So Joyce Camelli placed second in the 3,000 meter. As expected. Uh, oh, for sure. So then we had some PRs. So we had Natasha Jordan PR'd in the pentathlon. Three times, mind you. Yeah. So she PR'd for her overall point total, which was 3,908. She PR'd in the 60-meter hurdles and in the long jump. So let me ask this for the people that aren't as well-versed in the track and field world. When she PR'd in these events, this is only within the long jump, for instance, in the pentathlon. It's not the actual long jump event. Is that correct? correct? Yes. It's, it's, it's really weird to think because you can talk about someone in the actual long jump event, but this is specifically only people that are going to be doing it across the pentathlon. Correct. That's just, it's really interesting to think that they have two of the events that are the same thing, just, but they're different. Yeah. It's just, it's weird to think about. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel like they should be competing in the actual event with the rest of everybody else that, and then total up their scores that way. No. It just seems like that would take, save time and be more efficient. Just no. my thing here. No. I'm just saying. I don't know why, but that just sounds wrong. No. You're wrong. Okay, fine. So then we had some other PRs. We had Jocelyn Budwig, PR in the shot put, and Mara Hewalt, PR in the shot put. Then Abby Zane and Faith Bett both PR'd in the 3,000 meter. The women did very well, obviously, yeah. led by Joyce Camelli. Uh, also, you know, with some very familiar names when the PR ranks as well. For the men, they sadly finished 12th out of 13. So there's only 13 men's team here. I don't know which team is actually the one that's left out. Scored 12.5 points for that team score there so not the worst but no. still not great <laughs> but that's okay because there are some wins that we want to talk about here, well, here's the thing that is interesting about this as low as they scored team wise i would say comparatively with what the women produced yeah. they are right up there so p uh christopher grant finished third in the 60 meter dash pr wise we have about the same amount for the men and the women in the heptathlon, that just hurts my head thinking about so too much geometry there. Uh, David Edmondson, his first time competing in the heptathlon uh, this season, he had four, uh, excuse me, five things that he PR'd in the heptathlon: in the high jump, the sixty meter hurdles, pole vault, thousand meter, and total points, which was 4,906. Uh, 4, wow, that's that's a lot. And granted, it's easier when it's your first time this season doing it. But still, he didn't do it in every one of the events right. on the heptathlon. Last couple of PRs for the men and the men's 400, Nathaniel McRae. The weight throw, Kyle Brown, my boy Kyle. Here, mm-hmm. I see you, buddy. And then in the 3,000 meter, two guys, we had Tommy McDonough and Jack Rogers PRing. All right. So I guess let's just jump into all the results. There are, are many in this one. It took there, me, there took me I did the notes for Jessica this season. So if there's anything. This time. This, no, no, not this whole uh, season. That's true. This, this, this one meet. day. So if there's anything wrong, it's not my fault. <laughs> well, but I think it gave you a greater appreciation for what I do for us. Yes. So if you all don't know, Jessica spends a lot of time compiling these notes and trying to analyze them. She is a saint. I said Thank it there on you. the record. Wow. I need you to start doing more of the things I do around the house My, so you'll understand. Uh, I gotta go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate that. I do it out of love. So, for the women's 60 meters, the dash, not the hurdles, we had two competitors. We had Hope Igbenogany. She placed 22nd out of 24 athletes with a time of 7.84 seconds. And Patrice Moody placed 24 out of 24 athletes with a time of 7.93 seconds. So neither one of these uh, had their best runs and they only made it into preliminaries. So, you know, it's it's 
were glad they were there representing us, but unfortunately they weren't able to make it into the finals. And that's okay because, you know, they're young. This is about exposure and getting used yep. to it at this point. Absolutely. So for the women's 200-meter dash, we had Destiny Charles place 23rd out of 26 athletes with a time of 24.56 seconds. For the women's 800, we had Jennifer Dietrich as our lone competitor. Uh, she had a time of 2 minutes, 21.13 seconds, and 16th out of 16th in the preliminary, so she didn't make it out either. It's not her fastest time either that she's had this season. Then we'll talk about a big group here. Yeah. The wow. Women's 3000, obviously headlined by our girl, Joyce Camelli, with her uh, second place finish out of 54 competitors. Good gravy. 54. What is wrong with y'all that you want to run 3000 meters on a 200 meter track? That is freaking insane. So going through all the stats, that what I found really interesting is like you go to the dash and I know yeah. it's because they only have what, eight lanes? Yep. Eight. Oh, look at me learning things. Proud of you. Eight lanes, so they have to run heats and stuff yeah. like that. And that's why the finals is only seven to eight competitors, right? right? So it, it, what's interesting is that you see the preliminaries and the finals for that, but then it's just one run in an event like this because they do it all together. So here's what 54 happens, 54 people together. Right. And we haven't talked about this, but you can get lapped. Do you know uh, what that concept is? Uh, yes, I know what lapped is. Okay, well, I didn't know. You might have been fast in high school. You might have never been lapped. I've watched Cars, the Disney movie. I know what lapped and NASCAR is. Come oh, on. ha, ha, See? ha. I've never seen NASCAR, so. NASCAR, yeah. NASCAR, yeah. So, yeah, when you think about 54 athletes, I guarantee you, well, unfortunately, Joyce probably lapped some of her own teammates. Uh, yeah, probably so. But, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, moving we'll, on. How about this? Joyce, with her time of 9 minutes, 15.63 seconds, is the highlight of the meet for everybody here, but obviously the best for the women, too. Uh, our other competitors, four others, were Abby Zane, with a run of 9 minutes, 42.88 seconds. Faith Bet, 10 minutes, 3.21 seconds. Uh, Hannah Tarwater, with a run of 10 minutes, 9.09 seconds. And then Brenda Kaigen, bringing up the rear, surprisingly. Uh, 10 minutes, 18.09 seconds. So what's interesting is four out of five of these athletes ran their best yep. 3,000 meter of the season at this meet. It's really... That's I, awesome. I think that shows you how strong this field was for yeah. us personally. I mean, obviously having their best attempts at, at this event yep. on the biggest stage in the SEC, mind you. Yeah, you know, for So really. obviously they brought their A game and were working really hard to hopefully qualify for... Mm -hmm. You know, the championships for the NCAA coming up, although it only looks like Joyce might be our lone competitor there, if we don't yeah. know yet. Yeah. So that might be the only thing there. The last thing I want to point out, Brenna Kaigen, what, what's going on there? You yeah, know, I'm not sure. We've been talking about this for a while. You know, I, I don't want to speculate or, or I guess I do want to speculate, but I just... We, she came on so strong when we first started doing this podcast, and ever since then, we've just... It just makes me wonder if there's an injury. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I think Coach has alluded to that in some other yeah. podcasts he's done, yeah. but uh, that's kind of sad when you think about it. To, we've seen, we saw her be so strong, and to see her at the back of this group. Welcome to my world. That was my... And I know high school's not college, but it is devastating to have an injury, and knowing that you used to run in the front of the pack... And then a year later, post-surgery or post-something, whatever her injury is, that you're now in the bottom group. Yeah, I mean, I can only understand like how frustrating that could be for you because yeah. you know that you were capable of so much more. Yep, and you can't get there. No matter how hard you try, you can't get back to where you were. Right. So anyway, so let's go back to talking about Joyce. So she competed in the women's 5,000 meter as well because the 3,000 meter wasn't enough. I just, oh. 
I, I just, there, there are no words. 25 laps. My lungs hurt t- even saying the word 5,000. It's not even that. It's just, girl, how are you counting 25 laps? I would lose <laughs> Somebody's got to count for me. I mean, seriously. Just start holding up, you know, a card. One, right. two, three. And you hope that person doesn't lose count and make you run an extra lap. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm anyway. So, so, Joyce placed fifth out of 25 athletes with a time of 16 minutes, 11.46 I hear you, Joyce. First time running the event this season, and you do very mean. well. Yeah. So the next thing that we had for the women was the women's distance medley relay. So we have not seen that yet this season. Right. So it's literally a relay where they run multiple different distances. So and then combine them all together into yeah. one time. So if I'm correct, it's the 1,800, it's the, excuse me, 800 a 1,000, 1,200, then a 1,600. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't able to find that one for this one. I just know the total. So, yeah. So, Auburn placed ninth out of 14 teams with a time of 11 minutes, 39.89 seconds. I really like this event. Why do you think we haven't run this one previously? So, most, um, most races, most meets don't have a distance medley relay. So, it's usually relay-only meets that have it because it's not... It's really difficult. So I was trying to pull it up. So I'm sorry. It's a 400 and 800. Um, this is done in British. No nope. time. <laughs> 1200. Yeah. A 1200 meter leg, a 400 meter leg, an 800 meter leg, and a 1600 meter leg in that order. So specifically, that's very interesting that the 400 is second I, rather than last. I actually really like this because I think it, it com- it's a it's a way to bring a team aspect to... A, Aside from it being a medley where you have four people competing together, but it brings different types of runs together all at once. It does. But as an athlete, it is super confusing. Oh, I bet. Because say, okay, so since the 1,200 meters, the first leg, so you're running at one speed and then your teammate just shoots out of a cannon for the second leg and you're like, what the heck? And you're like, oh, wait, we weren't running the same type of race. (laughs) So it is interesting to watch though. Yeah, I kind of hope that we see that uh, in the future here. All right, let's talk about the women's long jump. Uh, We had two competitors, Sarah Little with a jump of 5.43 meters, 17th out of 18th. And then Imani Jones brings up the back of the pack with her jump of 5.20 meters. Uh, the women's shot put, this is where we get to some interesting things, uh, where they didn't place very high overall, but they all had their best throws of the season. So three competitors, Jocelyn Bugwig with a throw of 15.76 meters, Tori McKinley, 15.62 meters, uh, and Mara Huwalt with a throw of 14.61 meters. They finished 8th, 9th, and 15th, respectively, out of 19 competitors. So even though they didn't place high, I really like the way they threw in this movie. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they all threw their best. I mean, you can't even be upset about that. I can't be mad about that. <laughs> in the weight throw, Maddie Malone, uh, she finished fourth out of 19th with a throw of 20.96 meters, followed with Jocelyn Bugwig with a throw of 16.34 meters for 17th out of 19th. Maddie just... Close. I mean, literally, what was so it? So close. By inches is that she missed it? I is think so. Is that what they were saying? I think so. Yeah. And it is so unfortunate because that's... I don't. I hate to use this word, but that's her worst throw of the season, her worst performance of indoor. Right. So if she had thrown any of her other performances, she would have made it. Yeah, that's what's interesting three. that you see such a strong competitor having their worst throw in the. You don't yeah. typically see that. Yeah. So I wonder what happened there. I mean, maybe nothing. Literally, maybe nothing. It could have just. I don't know. I don't know. So next we got the women's pentathlon, which we 
mentioned a little bit that Natasha Jordan had some big wins on this. So overall, she placed... Eight out of 19. I see it now. I'm sorry. That's the problem with Kyle doing the notes. I don't know where to look. Sorry. Eight out of 19 competitors with 3,908 points, which was her PR point total. Um, For the 800 meter, she ran a time of two minutes, 31.54 seconds. 60 meter hurdles, she ran 8.55 seconds. High jump, she jumped 1.74 meters. And I'm sorry, the high jump and the 60 meter hurdles were both her best of the season. Yep. Long jump was her best long jump of the season with a jump of 5.65 meters. And then for the shot put, she threw 10.79 meters. That was a very good performance by her. Obviously, she finishes in the top half here, but not the, you know, one, two, or three, what I always look for. But that's very good that yeah. she got three PRs out of this. I was going to say, three out of five. That's amazing. It's really, really good. We also had Kiara McCarroll, who competed in the pentathlon for the women. She finished 15th out of 19 with a point total of 3,584 points. Uh, in the 800 meter, she did 2 minutes 30.6 seconds. The 60 meter hurdles, 9.20 seconds. High jump, 1.62 meters. The long jump, 1.15 meters. And the shot put, 12.14 meters. So, four best performances, or excuse me, three best performances on the season for her there. Yeah. All right, you want me to bust open the men here and start off it. with it? Of course, we have to lead off with the guy who led everything off for the in terms of performances. Uh, the men's 60-meter dash. Mr. Christopher Grant taking that third place, bringing home the bronze at SEC uh, with a run of 6.7 seconds on his run. That is not his best. I know, and it still got him third place. Still got him third place. And That's which, amazing. And if you look in preliminaries, too, he actually finished a lot lower but made it into finals and did a lot better in finals. And that was probably intentional. It makes so? you wonder if it is. I you see, I've asked that question about people sandbagging before in preliminaries, no, 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 and, and then you're like, no, Kyle, they never do that, and I got blasted for that. Well, maybe maybe you're right a little. <laughs> All right, in the men's 200-meter, two competitors, Brandon Smiley. Uh, the, both of these competitors did not get out of preliminaries, but we'll go ahead and talk about how they did. Uh, Brandon Smiley, 21.17 seconds. Uh, Brandon and Jason Reese, 21.92 seconds. All right, so moving on to the men's 400-meter, we had Nathaniel McRae with his best of the season with a time of 49.18 seconds for a 28 out of 31 athletes finish. And then moving on to the men's 800-meter, just one competitor, Ryan Lee, with a time of 1 minute 56.29 seconds and a 14th out of 15 athlete finish. I think in the shorter distance run especially the dashes if you look at men and women you can kind of see where auburn stacks up as a complete program with the rest of the sec most of these athletes are not getting out of preliminaries minus christopher grant now when we get higher in the now, women to three thousand and such we're having people do a lot better but to be fair your odds are less to get out of prelims it is true now i i, I grant you that but i just think it's an interesting correlation uh, you grant oh my that. goodness she's that's your that's your third bad joke today <laughs> that you're done just i gotta throw in christopher grant but what i'm saying is i think if i'm gonna point out an area for coach spry and the rest of his staff to harp on and to really focus on for indoor in the future is this area right here yeah. i'd love to see us get someone out of prelims i agree i agree All right, we'll talk about the men's 3,000 meter. Two competitors there. Tommy McDonough with a run of 8 minutes, 17.34 minutes. Uh, Jack Rogers with a run of 8 minutes, 24.50. 
and uh, they finished 12th and 20th out of 41 competitors. So not as big as the, as the women, because I think it was like 54 yeah, in that one. 54. But 41, still a big group there. Mm-hmm. And here we are to that interesting thing that I really love now, the distance medley relay. I yeah. had that right? That's, that's, yeah, good job. So we had the four competitors there, Jack Rogers, Ryan Lee, Evan Rogers, Tommy McDonough, all names we're familiar with, yep. especially from across the country. They actually, it's the first time they've competed in this and got 10th out of 13th. So for your first time doing it, I think I, I like that. And yep. I like that group together. 10 minutes and 0.71 seconds for their run. So moving on to the leap day portion. Oh, you, I told you you met your quota already. Too no bad. more. No if more. you hadn't said I met my quota, I wouldn't have said it. No more. So the jumps, the leaping for leap day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I have a headache. We had the men's high jump. We had Dontavious Hill with a jump of 2.06 meters for eighth place out of 11 athletes finish. And then one competitor for the men's long jump for leap day. We had Merrill Parker with a jump of 6.94 meters and a 15th out of 18 athletes Well, let's finish. L- let's leap on over to uh, the throws. Good job. And talk about this. Uh, Kyle Brown and Eric Ebel in the men's weight throw. Uh, Kyle had hit one of his best, his PR, obviously, that we talked about earlier, 19.85 meter throw, and Eric Ebel had an 18.81 meter throw. They finished five and seventh out of 13 competitors in that one. So congratulations to Kyle. The namesake continues to lead the way there. And then in the heptathlon, uh, we've already talked about David Edmondson. This is his first time competing in this event this season, and he scores 4,906 points for 10th out of 16. And all of his events, I'll just go ahead and list them real quick. 60 meters, 7.19 seconds. Long jump, 6.45 meters. Shot put, 10.56 meters. High jump, 2.02 meters. 60 meter hurdles, 8.72 seconds. The pole vault, nine or 3.45 meters. And the 1,000 meter run, 2 minutes, 45 point one eight seconds that is your sec championships meet Woo, there we have it so jessica overall thoughts on how we did overall i'm very very pleased yes i think there were a lot of athletes competing which is always one of my goals mm-hmm. is to take as many people as possible that women's three thousand meter oh my gosh that blew me out of the water so proud of all those ladies that they got so many season prs here's, i think that's great here's what i like is that it was pretty even performance wise across the board for the yeah, men and the women I, agree. I really like that we had someone place in the top three for both the men and the women and they had about equal amount of prs in this mm-hmm. so uh, i like seeing that as a team moving forward they seem to kind of be getting for a while there we were talking about it was all women and we'd have nobody from the men right. kind of pushing the envelope and now it seems like the men are kind of catching up in terms of the way they finish in their respective mm-hmm. events um so i just really like seeing that yeah. it just makes me feel good about where the program's heading forward i agree so it will be interesting to see who's qualified for the sec indoor championships maybe. you had to say one who is it so well i mean obviously it's going to be choice they, i i think christopher grant's got a chance so i think they both do because they finished top three right but we will see so that meets not until march 13th and 14th um, and that'll be actually out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's going to be hot. Oh, it's indoors, so it doesn't matter. Huh. Oh, my gosh. It is also Why don't March, you leap on so over to Albuquerque? Goober. So if people want to talk to you about Christopher Grant on Twitter, where can they find you, Kyle? Uh, if you want to talk to me, not about leap years, over on huh. Twitter at TigerEye24. And you can talk to me about anything that involves leap years on Twitter at JessicaLumisRN. So that's all we've got for this edition of Tiger Tracks. 
So join us next time for the NCAA Indoor Championship Meet in Albuquerque, New Mexico. War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?